Hi guys, welcome to Book Crawl. All right, so I started reading Sapiens and I actually started this book um, sometime last year and I just was not having fun. I read like 10 pages and it wasn't for me, but it was like the one and only book I bought new. I don't know why. Everything else I buy used books, but I this one's like brand spanking new. So I thought I'd give it another chance because I don't want it to go to complete waste. But yeah, I should have known not to buy it because on the cover, there's a quote by Bill Gates and he says, I would recommend this book to anyone interested in a fun, engaging look at early human history. Um, early human history, like the only subject I'm interested in those three words is just human. Um, history I hate and history earliest form of any history i think is like i don't i don't give a shit if anything like let's let's study like the latest part of history which i would defend is kind of like if we're looking at human like documentaries of like human behaviors right please tell me that's not reality tv there's so much you can learn from reality tv they're fighting for love which is equates to sex um it's basically like discovery channel and watching humans like fight for it um, if someone was to take all the findings of what they learned from watching reality TV, like Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Love Island, Real Housewives, and they put it in a book and made it super dry and textbooky, tell me how that would differ from what Sapiens is doing. Mm, it's basically an anthropology paper. Cite your sources? Yes, Bravo TV. Done. Um, but even though the book is really dry, there are some hilarious parts of it that's like super juicy. So the first one that caught my attention um, and motivated me to keep going was gossip was apparently a survival tactic, vital survival tactic amongst the cave peeps. Because if you really think about it, information was king back then. It still is now, but you don't have to gossip so much to it. Like you can just Google whatever and you, you know, you can figure out what to eat, what not to eat, blah, blah, blah. But like back in the day, you needed to gossip and people needed to trust you to give them good gossip too. So that like you knew who to trust, who not to trust, like what flowers to eat, what not to eat, what to do, what not to do, blah, blah, blah. So like when people tell me like I gossip too much, okay, literally no one tells me that because like they love the juice. Um, but like... I know some people do think I gossip too much, right? But like, I think if we were still living in caves, I'd be living and thriving, you know, like eating the right plants, my skin is glowing. But like, you know, the people that think they are too mature to gossip, like, okay, you're a clown, like with your high horse, tight lipped with a stick up your ass, good for you. But like, nobody likes them, right? And also your ass is getting eaten by a lion because you didn't go find out from the gossip crew, like where you shouldn't be hanging out in. So, okay, first major takeaway, gossip could save your life, right? And there's also this other theory on, like, why we don't have self-control with, like, sweets and high-calorie foods. And, like, if you can't relate because you're like, I have so much self-control with sweets and junk food, like, okay, grow up, okay? If you don't stuff your face with, like, four sleeves of Oreo cookies in one sitting, like, what do you even live for? Like, is that glass of water super satisfying for you? But like anyway, the theory is like because back in the day when we were living in caves, the only types of sweets they had were like ripe fruits, right? 
like if they saw it in a tree they would have to shove everything in their mouths like what they can right there in one sitting because if they didn't it would either be them or other animals that would get it so they didn't have the luxury of like siphoning it out and like saving it for later um so i love this explanation like i think it's a bit of a stretch but i i think i want to subscribe to it because i'm like so sick of trying to exercise like self-control like yeah what if i want to have my fifth coca-cola for the day like what is this sickening pursuit of health that we have like what so i can see the world burn down so i can see like a robot paint like so i can see elon musk and mark zuckerberg clone themselves like no thanks i know a beginning of a horror movie like when i see one and let me tell you like we're living it all right okay and then one of the one of the craziest theories that i read so far like there's this theory about like a commune where the women where women would have sex with multiple men because well i mean that's not that's not the crazy part but, but like they believe that babies came from an accumulation of sperm rather than just one um yeah like it sounds crazy now because we have like science and we know like biology but back in the day like i don't blame them right like if she was like hey you're a good hunter like you know i welcome you to park it inside and then you know she's taking a walk around the neighborhood she's like sees the guys with like pretty eyes and she's like i want my hunter baby to have pretty eyes like yours like come park yours too she sees a guy that's like super tall she's like oh yeah like add good height to his resume like you know what to do like ignorant people might see this as crazy but i just see like a mother wanting good things for her baby like tell me how this is any different from like signing your kid up for sat classes or like violin lessons you're basically setting them up for success with like what's what um with the resources that you have and like the last thing you want to do is like give birth to like a short baby that can't hunt for his life and then Years later, they're like, how come you didn't fuck more people to give me the traits that I needed to survive? Like, he's not asking for generational wealth. It's just asking you to have, like, exercise a bit less discretion on your nights out. Like, yes, there are different ways to go about it. But it it basically comes down to, like, a mother's love. Like, it had good intentions behind it, right? Um, Yeah, and then he he theorizes about like how humans came to discover bone marrow right we were so low on the food chain i don't know why i'm identifying them with them like they the cave people they were so low on the food chain that like they didn't have access to meat right so like yeah they can eat plants and salads all day but they would have to wait for like lions or like apex predators to make a huge kill and they'd have to wait for their turns and like by the time they could approach it it would just like be bones like oh and that makes me so sad like i can't even watch movies about poor people that are looking for scraps of food without feeling so sad um but i'm thinking like they must have been optimists because they got super creative and cracked open the bones and lo and behold bone marrow which is so interesting because like it's such a delicacy now like they're new york slices for 99 cents like they're chirping chickens like entire thing of chicken is like ten dollars and bone marrow is such a luxury like let's be honest like it, it tastes like fat if if people are like oh my god it tastes so good I, it's it's the fat it, i'm sorry it's the salt that you're tasting or like the sauce but i mean yeah no the the fat is good 
but it's also gotten to this place where if you say that you don't like it you seem uncultured like oh you don't like bone marrow you don't like caviar like do you enjoy being poor like oh shut up all right literally nobody has ever said that to me so i don't know why okay and he theorizes like this sense of needing to feel like in with a group is that when humans move together as a pack back then he calls it a band which is super cute but if someone was like a bit slower and it caused the rest of the band to be slower um they kill that person so that they can move faster which makes sense for efficiency but then like how come there's still so many people that walk so slow in new york city like what happened to darwinism is that like gonna come back or like what's happening there and then throughout the chapters they have um random photos so that like we know what they're talking about and there's this one picture of like a stick figure with a boner next to a goat and the caption says that it represents like the soul leaving the body when it died but like I'm thinking if I hadn't read that caption and I just saw the picture photo what it was like I would think either like someone wanted to fuck a goat or a bunch of like 13 year olds were like running around and drawing stick figures and they were like they were like drawing boners on them um they were like huh small boner that's you no big boner that's that's me like I don't think they were thinking about death and all that like deep stuff when they were putting this on the walls like I think it was kind of like doodling on bathroom stalls for them like it's like as if like aliens came to earth and they found like doodles on the bathroom stalls of like a middle school and they took those texts and they were like oh my gosh like it it, it means something when like the message is like just because tits are big ew 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 um and then there's another picture where like a bunch of it's it's a bunch of handprints and it does look pretty cool because like they're in different colors and all the hands are like in the same general direction and the caption says like um the hands are reaching out to us like and they keep it mysterious and saying the meaning is like still unknown but to be fair like I think even when they made that the meaning was unknown um because it looks like it was just like a guest book type of thing like they he doesn't say like if they knew how to talk or like if they had names like probably but kind of like how you used to doodle like Kim was here in the bathroom stalls like they were like I I was here there's a handprint and like didn't think twice about it and something that was like such an afterthought (laughs) they got so many people talking about it pondering about the meaning and like it made its way to this fucking book so like good for good for that good for that drawing and then there's this part of the book where there's like nothing found for like 60 to 70 thousand years right like between that time period there's no no recording of anything and he's like oh despite like nothing being found like I'm sure they did something of importance during that time like first of all oh my god give them a break like are you gonna really shame them about their lack of productivity like so what if they didn't do anything major and just hung out like we're just so drunk on capitalism like why are they why are we holding them to our standards today like we don't even like our standards today and like second they were 
living in caves and hiding from lions like after a full day of hauling ass so they don't get eaten like they're supposed to just like come back to their cave and start grinding on their side hustle like to like give them a break to live another day like should be enough that sounds like a 007 uh movie title but oh my god okay so i i'm about to start chapter four which i haven't even started yet it's called the flood this book is gonna take me forever. Oh my god. And it reminds me of this Netflix show we watch called Ancient Apocalypse. And it's about the many lost advanced civilizations around the globe and like the advanced level of technology that we had at that time was apparently like really well developed. It wasn't just like one group, but he would find pyramids all over the world were like the construction and like the crux of like how they were made the position to the sun and the moon and the stars they were all the same and of course like we didn't fact check any of this but if you just watch it blindly without google and just like you know take logic just just believe everything they say like it's pretty juicy and like the reason i bring this up is because the chapter four here it's called the flood and all the stories that are associated with all these pyramids all corroborate each other's tales. Like, there's some minor differences in detail, but, like, the overarching theme is, like, um, there was a huge flood that wiped everything out. And there was a main figure that showed up, showed people how to work. And, oh, my God, even, like, these fucking pyramids are, like, writing their fantasies about working. It's like pe- people are like, just write whatever story. Just like, you know, think of anything. They're like, yeah, my my fairy tale is like working. Like we are just so obsessed with working. Okay. But on that note though, like it's getting pretty late. And I have to wake up early tomorrow for work. So I got to cut this off here. I know it's like super short. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I read 70 pages of this thing and that this is all I can give you really. I might just like quit this midway and pick it up sometime next year but I I confident I like don't know if I can finish this monster of a book all right we will see all right thanks guys bye